Welcome to another school year, Summit Hill School District 161. This is your superintendent, Dr. Paul McDermott, coming to you with another edition of Today Matters, a blog about schooling in Summit Hill 161, which serves Frankfurt, Mokina, and Tinley Park, Illinois. A good place to start, maybe for this new school year, is where I started with staff this year as well, at Opening Institute. Sit back, relax, and enjoy, and here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, esteemed faculty members, and most importantly, dear students, a warm and hearty welcome to all of you as we gather here today to inaugurate the new academic year at our esteemed school institute. It is with great joy and excitement that we come together to embark on a journey filled with knowledge, growth, and endless possibilities. As we stand at the threshold of this fresh academic chapter, I am reminded of the words of Nelson Mandela, who once said, education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Indeed, education has the unparalleled power to transform lives, ignite dreams, and shape the future. Ha! This was written by AI through ChatGPT when I queried an opening institute speech for schools. It doesn't sound like me, but it is interesting nonetheless. Again, with so much occurring in our world, maybe, just maybe, schools are the peaceful places where we put it all together. It certainly looks like we know what we're doing when PSAT scores go up and when our IAR scores go up 10% in ELA and 6% in math in one year. But then there's this other evidence, maybe even more important. It's that our students leave Summit Hill School District 161 and are being successful in their academics in high school and in their lives beyond that. People are staying. People seem happy. People are working hard and doing a great job. What more evidence do we need to collect that would confirm that this is a thriving school district? My answer is a continuation of the work that we have begun. If all of these trends continue to persist, if our scores are validated by another year of growth, if our staff retention rates remain high, if our schools are happy places, alive with engaged learning, it confirms the work being done is the right work. Everything is leaning in that right direction through the collaborative efforts of every single person who works here, attends school here, or supports the work being done here. We all wanna have that feeling from time to time sort of like Norm when he walked into Cheers and everyone knew his name. We want to be known. We want to be included. I was reminded of this when my family bought a Jeep. This is a picture of my wife in her brand new Jeep Wrangler. She then schooled me on proper etiquette for Jeeps, which I knew absolutely nothing about. Did you know that there was a Jeep wave? Did you know there's a rubber ducky thing? Me either, and then it happened. I was driving down the street and someone gave me the wave and almost unconsciously, I did the same back to them. Now I'm obsessed at looking ahead on the road for other Jeep drivers because I don't want to miss the wave or miss giving the wave. It's crazy, but I guess I'm in. And so are you here. What we accomplished last year with growth, achievement, championships, and awards was only possible if there's a place for everyone in our system. It might not be as cool as finding a rubber ducky on your door handle or a wave when driving down the road, but it's a heck of a lot more meaningful. In fact, it's our life's mission. It's why we work in education. It accounts for the long hours and the hard work 
and the little extra that will make all the difference for that one student. And it supports our core value that all kids can learn and they can learn a lot. So again, think back to when we were all kids. Hopefully you had the experience of standing at the top of the hill, peering over the top and determining that you were going to roll down this hill. You laid in the dewy grass and you tucked in your arms and straightened your legs and over the top you went. It starts slow, but as you rolled further down the hill, speed began to pick up, as did the joy in the experience. Or maybe this example will resonate. Have you ever been in a swimming pool where a whirlpool was formed? By getting everyone moving in the same direction, a current is created. The work is put in, the direction is cast, and heck, there are even times when you could pick up your feet and the water would carry you along. What I'm describing is momentum. The thing about momentum is that it demands movement. It just can't sit still. So what do you do with it? What do you do with momentum? You can push against it, exerting a greater than equal force to try to slow it down, or you can lean into it and help it move forward faster, achieving goals and milestones at a much faster clip. The work we are doing here is the right work being done for the right reasons and centers again around our core value that all students can learn and they can learn a lot. We're not waiting around for anyone else. We are going to forge our own path. And to do this, it takes togetherness, it takes courage, and it's going to take us all. I just love the graph from Sean Aker's book, The Happiness Advantage. In this graph, there's an arcing row of dots that represents the average line. And then there's a dot that's up in the right left-hand corner. He calls it the outlier. And I think every place has a culture, which we all contribute to, and a norm, the way things have always been done. The average line has this strange effect on people. It's almost like a gravitational pull, trying to get everyone to be on the line. There's a lot of safety on the line. There's room to hide. There's room to be, well, average. But then there's that other dot, as referenced earlier, the outlier, who does things a little differently, who engages more deeply, who thinks of their students non-stops, puts in the extra time, learns from their peers and from their students for that matter, and sees school as a learning laboratory, where trying leads to both success and failure, and they remain unafraid to try again, to try new things, to fail forward unlocking the future pathway to success. We ask our students to do this each day in class, but sometimes as adults, we shy away from this. We become risk adverse. We begin to play it safe. And I'm not talking about recklessness. I'm talking about things that stoke our imagination and creativity and enjoyment. When you look at that graph, where would you place yourself? And do others see you the same way that you see yourself? The beginning of greatness is when we learn to lead ourselves more thoughtfully, gracefully, and humbly. So when you walked in today, were you excited about the rousing speech that you knew your superintendent was going to give? Or did you miss your colleagues and friends and you knew that they were going to be here? And much like our students, you wanted to see them because you like them and you want to be near to them. Our students are the same way, and we all know that they learn better by collaborating, 
working with others, sharing and teaching. Our students need the opportunity to share with one another. As we move into this year and you begin to consider how your room will look, for example, please also think about the configuration of your seating. A 21st century education includes the four C's, communication, collaboration, critical thinking, and creativity. If we want to take our students to the next level, we will need to do some things differently in our classrooms. We have to offer our students a piece of the ownership. And I think a great way to do this by, is by breaking away from rows and having our seating situated so that our kids can communicate and collaborate together. And it doesn't mean that you can't give a summative in rows or that you don't need to be creative of when and how you use it. And it doesn't necessarily have to happen every minute of every day, but breaking away from the traditional rows will bring a difference to our classrooms. This speaks to whether we're really adaptable or not. So have you ever had something that stopped you in your tracks? Maybe it was an issue with one of your own children or an aging parent. Last year at about this time, it was a health scare with our dear friend, Leslie. These moments are just so hard, but also tend to offer perspective and help you identify priorities, what's important and what is not. I think it's important for my team to know that I had another moment this year that just shook me to my core. By accident, fortunately, early, my doctor discovered a mass in my chest and you guessed it. This was undoubtedly thought to be cancer. Fortunately, again, it was a contained mass and was surgically removed by the Da Vinci robot in a skilled team at Rush Hospital. From opening Institute, this surgery was a mere 19 days ago with a really difficult surgery. I have been noticeably absent, hopefully you've noticed, trying to recover so I could stand here before you today and launch another school year. Miraculously, they believe they've removed it all and other than feeling like I was in a losing fight with Wolverine due to all the incisions, I am recovering, do not need chemotherapy or radiation. They believe it is not cancer, and I have been cleared to return to work to my comfort and ability. Follow me, team. This is important. You know, my surgeon is in her 30s, meaning with this being my 29th year in education, she went through her entire schooling during my career. Where do you think these kids come from? How do you think they acquire the skills to do what they're doing? You want some clarity today, my friends? They learn it right here in their public school systems. We are making the future doctors, the future tradespeople, and the future leaders. I have never been more convinced of the importance of our work. Somewhere out east where this young doctor went to school are people just like us sitting in this room. Teachers, they're inspiring, leading, provoking, challenging, and what we do makes all the difference. This kid I referred to, this kid saved my life. The perspective I gained is that the generation of students we are teaching will one day be the people we count on. They will run our government, they will run our hospitals, and they will run our schools. We have to be ever so careful and intentional with the care that we educate them with. They will solve the problems that our generation created and are the hope for the future. Selfishly, I have been thinking about momentum for me, for us, for our school system, as we improve in every facet of our existence. What my ordeal taught me is that we are the momentum behind the future great things that our students will do. We are standing at the top of the hill, encouraging them to roll over the edge. We are the ones at the pool, 
orchestrating movement in all the same direction to create a whirlpool. We are the impetus. We are the spark. We are the ones who initiate movement. We are the origins of movement. So this year, teach like your class is optional. Take some big swings on behalf of our students. Inspire our children to move a little further than they ever thought they could. Support the teacher next door. In fact, collaborate with them, observe them, challenge them, and love them. Together this year, more than any other, we will create an unparalleled, unrivaled, incredible amount of momentum. So let's go. Thank you and enjoy your school year.